Hello. Hello. Oh. Oh, hi. How's it going? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you for joining us today. Um, ladies and gentlemen, um, we are joined by uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends, um, despite the fact that he cheers for the wrong team. Um, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome. You, you're going to start the podcast off that way? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut this part out. Don't worry. That's just to get you going. Now, um, we haven't always been on opposite sides of this equation. Back in 2004, when your beloved Red Sox were, um, were about to break the curse of the Bambino, um, only one of us was avidly watching the games. The other one was halfway around the world following the game, I believe, on Yahoo Sports while in South Africa. You missed the whole thing. Well, so let, let, let's go. Let's go even further back. So I became a Red Sox fan because I moved to this country in 1986. Oh boy! And I went to boarding school in New England, and my brother was at Cornell. So that year, as many know, uh, the Red Sox were playing the Mets. So I I bet my brother a, a dinner that the Red Sox <laughs> would win. I was so sure they were going to win. Yeah, that that I, I I put a bet down, and as we know, they did not win that fucking World Series. Am I allowed yeah. to swear? <laughs> and I've been a fan ever since. So difficult yeah. to follow when I moved out to California, but um, you know, started to pay attention to them again because obviously MLB, um, you know, streaming is just you know much more accessible. Yeah. When and, did uh, when did it, when did you first start to be able to watch the Red Sox on a daily basis? When did MLB TV kick off? I don't remember the exact date. Well, I don't remember the exact date either. So I actually don't I actually don't know if in 2004 it was actually up and running. But right. You, all, what I do remember is what you're referring to is like, yeah, I decided to ask my wife to marry me um, that year, the year that they won. So I was in South Africa, my mother's 56K modem, <laughs> waiting for the front page of the boston.com site to load. <laughs> So and then having to and then having to navigate to the sports page, and that took a while to load. So it would take me about ten minutes, anxiously waiting to see what was going on. I mean, that's got to be one of the absolute worst ways to follow the baseball playoffs. I mean, the time difference is bad enough, but yeah. then to be in a country um, in the you know like South Africa that has absolutely no connection with baseball. I mean, they're they're a cricket country and rugby. They just, they could probably care less. And back then, you know, early days of the internet, sort of, 2004, you still didn't have like broadband everywhere. No. So even if the games had been streaming, you probably wouldn't have been able to see them. Well, in, in other countries, like even if you had broadband, you, you had to pay for it on a, you know, per usage basis. Oh God, yeah. You would have blown yeah. through your data caps like. Oh my God, totally. Third inning. Yeah. But uh, yeah, for those of us who were, you know, I, I wasn't even a Yankees fan really at that point. I hadn't lived in New York yet. So I was rooting for the Red Sox to, to come through and come back from down 0-3 in the ALCS against the Yankees. And, um, and they did it. It was, it was amazing. Um, and I think pretty much the entire <clears throat> baseball world celebrated. And I think even the 
some Yankee fans were like, okay, they got one. You know, like the Yankees had won so much. But, you know, the Yankees really, I think, 01 and 03 when they lost in the World Series. Mm-hmm. Like that, I think the Yankees had a little curse of their own as well. Like, like they they wanted to get one, you know, during the kind of post 9-11 era. And uh, they had two heartbreaking World Series in 01 and 03. So then 04, not even getting there. I mean, that was that was brutal. And then it took them another five years to get back. So, you know, the Yankees yeah. went through a pretty mm-hmm. down slump and they've been down ever since 2009. They haven't gotten back to the World Series. No, so. I mean, it's it, it, it is dramatic, like how that, that's changed in, in the new century. And, you, you know, I, I like to make that joke. <laughs> you know, it was like, what have you done for me lately? Like, yeah. I know that the Yankees have won overall way more championships than we have, but you know, we've definitely been dominating the century. It's, 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 you know, kind of a this strange millen- feeling. This millennium is uh, all Red Sox so far. The, <laughs> so, the Giants have gotten three. Red Sox have gotten three. What did you get? Or is it four? You got 04, 07, 13, and 18. Is that, is that the years that you guys won? I think you've got yeah, four I mean, World Series, right? There, there was a period because I was joking with some dads who were Phillies fans who were bemoaning the fact that their team sucked. Right. Just like, well, I don't know what to tell you guys because I'm, I'm a Red Sox fan and a Giants fan. In the last like 10 years, they've won eight <laughs> championships. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you got to think of the kids, right? Because the kids are like, wait, our team isn't going to win it again this year? Like, I thought we won like every year or every other year. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a rude awakening. But us yeah. Padres fans, we, we don't know anything but pain, so. Uh, have you guys won a world series hell no they've been to two 84 and 98 they lost Mm -hmm. uh to the tigers in 84 at least they won one game in 98 they got swept by the yankees um Mm. so like in 98 i was like screw the yankees i hate them now i rooted for you in 96 but now because you swept my beloved padres I'm not going to root yeah. for you again. And that's why I was rooting for Red Sox in 2004. But then I moved to New York in 2005 and I got caught up in the hysteria of old Yankee stadium and the Bronx and the history. And it was just, it was too overwhelming, <clears throat> just too, too intoxicating. And I just, you know, the Yankee fandom came rushing back and that was that. And you didn't tell me you became a Yankees fan. <laughs> Cause we went to a Mets game together when you came out. Yeah. <laughs> We saw. I, we actually saw I, Pedro Martinez throw a one hitter. That's right. That's when he was uh, pitching for the Mets. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. What a what a legend. That was not a good day for me when I realized that you had become a Yankees fan. Because you didn't say well, anything. I, I just like we were talking, and all of a sudden, I was like, "Wait, are you a Yankees fan?" And you didn't say anything. It's like, <laughs> God damn it! What the hell is happening here? <laughs> I, I I change my allegiances very often, to, much to the criticism of a lot of my friends. Like. Grew up a Padres fans, but didn't really hate the Dodgers either. Like, um, and then, you know, once I got up to San Francisco in the '90s, Giants fan through like 2003 or four, and then um, once I got to New York, I just sort of bounced yeah. back between Mets and Yankees, which you're not supposed to do, but oh well. Right. And now I'm out here, back in LA. Um, I contemplated embracing the Dodgers, but now that this Padres Dodgers rivalry has really become the, the talk of baseball, like you have to choose sides. You can't be like, well, I love the Padres, but I'll be okay with the Dodgers winning too. Like, no, you no. have to, 
This yeah. is a real rivalry now. So yeah. screw the Dodgers. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, it's, you know, they are definitely the, you know, the Red Sox versus they're the Red Sox in this rivalry. You know what I mean? It's the team who, who's never won. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know. Talk about a curse. Yeah, and just like, and I like watching them. They're a fun team, man. There's a lot of great characters on that team. It's, it's, it's yeah. It's I love how team. like the neutral people on Twitter are all pro Padres. Like the only people rooting for the Dodgers are the Dodgers fans, and everybody else, and all the other fans of 29 teams would rather the Padres do it. Yeah, although I will, I will say that you know the team that's in second place right now are the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> aren't they tied for first i mean oh are they tied for first now probably i th- i think okay they're both 15 and 8 the the, the giants yeah, are sneaky good it's bizarre i, I mean listeners of this pet podcast who know my friend kevin will have heard him ramble on about his beloved giants every single episode but he's being proved right like they've got great pitching and that they're actually yeah. winning games so, so yeah. what are you gonna do um so why don't we um, shift gears? We've we've done a little background now. We know the birth of your Red Sox fandom and where you were when they broke the mm-hmm. curse. But um, you know, it's been a bit of a, a starvation. It's been a feast or famine kind of a roller coaster for you. Last last year was absolutely brutal. The year before that was probably their best year ever. Um, and so now we sit here in 2021, and the Red Sox are kind of like a lot of other teams right now that are very streaky. Um, nobody can quite get a handle on them. They're still in first place in the AL East. You know, they're 14 and nine and they've got a nice solid squad. No one can quite explain how they're doing what they're doing. But uh, what is, what is your take on the 2021 Red Sox? Can they keep up this pace? How are they doing this? And uh, do you see it continuing? Well, <clears throat> I think the Red Sox are going to, they're already known for this, right? They, they're, they're really good at retooling to win championships. Right. You know, they, if you look, I think it was the, the, the 2013 squad. I mean, if you look at like who was on 2004 and 2007, like 2013, I think it was almost, except for like Poppy. Maybe there's another player. It was yeah. Well, all Pedroia new was on 07, right? Or did Pedroia, yeah. wasn't Pedroia on 07 and, yeah. and 13? Yeah. Right. So there's only a couple players. Right. right. And the reason I say that because it's the same thing now. Right. There's only a couple players. So I was actually kind of thinking about this, right? It's just that <clears throat> you have these players who are good, who have a lot of potential, and they're hungry to win, win a championship. Yeah. Like the core is still there. We've got really good starting pitching when they're healthy. And you have a core that, you know, it, it, and, and the Red Sox, like, they really try to do this. Like, they, 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 they try to find players who are gamers, right? Who are just yeah. like really have very high IQ, have very good skills and have good potential. And they thrive in this atmosphere, right? Because that's the other, so the other story too, is that some of these people who come to the Red Sox, they just play out of their minds. And then they go somewhere else and you never hear from them again. It's just, it's a little insane. Yeah, no, right? Players definitely play up on the Red Sox. It's one of these places where, the, the lights are shining brighter than a lot of these other places. Yeah. And um, sometimes a change of scenery is like beneficial. If you can, if you can hack it, I mean, it's a, you know, it's a big sports town, you know, even though yeah. it's not as big of a city as New York city, it's, it's just as big of a sports town. And the attention paid on these teams is like outrageous. People live and die. Yes. As, um, 
so you know a lot of players come there and thrive others others come and kind of uh kind of wither under the the hot lights but um you know what we saw in 2018 was like just ridiculously good and then um what I, what i'm seeing looking at your team right now is like you have a great core like one through nine but it's mm-hmm. very shallow i don't see i don't see like if they like Verdugo might be injured a little bit, but like if they can stay healthy, they'll, they'll be a great one through nine. If they start having injuries, they might fall off rather quickly because they yeah. don't have the depth of a lot of other teams like the Rays or the Yankees or some no. other teams. No, because like the, the, well, I don't know about the Yankees, the Yankees, I'm not sure how they're doing it. Right. But like some of these other teams, like they're so deep in their farm system because they were so bad for so many years. Right. Or continually just getting like all of these young players. Right. I mean, it's, it's kind of astonishing. Like some of these, these teams, like the Houston Astros are, they're still every year. There's like a rookie who's, who has a potential. To be I know. It's so frustrating. How the heck yeah. they ended up with uh, what's his face. Um, their DH that is just where did they find that guy Um, yeah but like you know and then you got the Blue Jays as well they're starting to get everybody healthy they're saying Mm -hmm. Springer's going to be back soon so that's another rival that's going to pop you know the Blue Jays are they've rebuilt with their farm system and they've rebuilt with free agents so like Mm -hmm. the Blue Jays are on their tail and the Yankees are down here in the last place in the division um, they're guaranteed to get hot at some point, whether Boston gets far enough ahead of them to hold them off. Um, I guess I still see like the division finishing like Toronto, Tampa and Yankees, Boston, Baltimore, like the Yankees are terrible. All of their, like their, their off season moves with like bringing in these pitchers has not really paid off. They realized like they don't have a re- rotation beyond Garrett Cole. I'm turning this into yeah. a Yankees pod. I'm sorry. Be- behind, beside um, Garrett Cole, they don't have anything until like Severino gets back. They let Masahiro Tanaka walk. They let Jay Happ leave. So like they're the Yankees are kind of hosed pitching wise, and uh, now like they've they've got their work cut out. Like the further further back they fall. Um, it's going to be a lot of ground to make up. I mean, I, I, I don't agree with you that the Red Sox are going to be in fourth place. I, I think that there, that there's a big, there's a potential for them to be second place and to get the wild card. Oh, definitely. I, mean, I completely I, agree. Cause I was looking at like the, the team stats and like their offensive stats. I mean, they're leading in so many categories. It's crazy, right? For their, they're hitting for average. Right. Um, their slugging percentage is the highest in the majors. OPS is the highest in the majors. They have the most hits. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like that, that. And that's something that can be pretty sustained because it's not just a few players. Like everyone right. is hitting on it in that lineup. And you have Sale, who's you know going to come back on a limited basis. I think maybe in July is when he's starting to come back. Okay. So they, they've got really good pitching. So he can ramp you know up for I mean? the playoffs, potential playoff push. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, they're going to make the playoffs. That's what I'm, I'm thinking. I, I don't think they're going to win the World Series because they're going to pay a lot of attention to what Sale is doing and they're going to shut him down. Like he's, he's not going to, 
you know, I, even if the, they're not going to risk re-injuring his arm for, for to win a World Series, right? Unless some, things dramatically change, like they're so far in first base, and they they have basically said it, just like we are going to treat him with kid gloves. Right, right. Well, yeah, but if they're in a playoff race, I guess they could make a they could try and make a trade at the deadline if they're like really in it, you know. But like sure. we're going back to the old playoffs where only two wild cards meet in a one game playoff so you know you're looking at the angels making a push uh whoever is in second place in the central whether that's the twins or the royals like Mm -hmm. let's assume the white Sox win that central division and then if you know boston if boston's only second in the east and they want to get a wild card spot um there might not be an automatic bid for them like they might have to really work for that so they might have to push sale harder than they had planned just to get that one game playoff wild card. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, well, they've done, you know, they've done okay with like their kind of limited pitching. I mean, health is everything. And um, well, I mean, I read a stat like last, last week that their starters, like none of them have an ERA over, over four. Really? Right? Yeah. I mean, that's a thing, right? It's just like that average it's, it, and this is what I like about this team is that the, the offense, the offense is spread out amongst the lineup and all of our starters are contributing, right? Yeah. They're, 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 they're creating an atmosphere that allows the team to win. Right. I mean, if you're, if you're, if you're limiting the, the opposition to four runs or less, like you can win. The, there's a, there's an increased chance you can win that game. Right. Well, you have That's to remember, it's been, April has been very cold. Okay. So mm-hmm. pitchers have an advantage in the cold weather. Um, so I'm not saying, you know, uh, I'm not saying like the Red Sox pitchers are all of a sudden going to start to suck, but mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, um, that, uh, you know, that these things are going to change. Like totally. some of these, some of these like, uh, pitchers might not be able to maintain if they really are like all ERAs under four. I don't know. Wow, they really are doing great. Yeah, Evaldi's under four. Rodriguez. How the heck are they now, doing this? Of course, now that I say that, the pitcher that they're using today is a five point seven five. I've never heard of him before, so he may be like he may be what? What's the alternate camp? I guess. And yeah, Garrett he Richards. came in from the alternate site. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Garrett Richards, former Padre. Yeah. Um. So right. yeah. Anyway. Um, I, I wish you guys the best. Um, my my uh, hatred for the Red Sox has definitely waned after they were so terrible last year. And, um, you know, now that I'm out here on the West Coast, like all those East Coast teams are just like the teams that come on at four o'clock for me while I'm waiting for the Padres to come on. Yeah. Like um, I, I'm I'm not like too fired up. Like the Yankees have been cold. They've been boring. They've been bad. They've gotten injured. You know, even the players that have managed to stay healthy are hitting like 167. Like the Yankees are such like a, a bad luck story at the moment. Like a hard I mean, luck. That's, that's, that's how I felt about, about Boston last year, right? It's just like, you know, besides the pandemic, they were just kind of boring to watch. Like you're just like right. everyone was guaranteed to lose. They were terrible last year. Yeah. And, you know, frankly, you know, them, them losing the best player in baseball yeah like it it really took took a hit on my my fandom like it was it was hard for yeah me to yeah so who are your new guys who do you, who do you like watching over there now like 
Um, if you're going to buy a jersey for your kids, like who's, who are they getting on the back of their jersey? I don't know yet. You know, all these players are pretty new. I mean, if, it, if I had to choose, I mean, you probably, got, you got Bogarts, Bogarts. Yeah. yeah, Devers. I mean, there's still, yeah. you know, that left side of the infield is pretty great. And yes. you got your Do- your Dodger boys, Verdugo and Kike there. Yeah. JD helping everybody to read their iPads and look at their last at bat. Oh, JD um, is JD. He's I don't know what happened to him this year, but he's he's really enjoying himself. He's got his <laughs> iPad. Back. Unbelievable! It's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, he can review his previous at bats and make adjustments and see what the the pitcher is doing to him, and then you know, like he needs that. Yeah. He's a very mechanical and studious hitter. He, and he, was, like, wait, was he not able to use this last year? Right. So last year, last year after the Astros cheating scandal and the Red Sox cheating scandal, they just shut down all in-game video yeah. um, for all the teams. Like, you, if you want to check out your at-bats, do it tonight after the game. Right. Um, but then they, they – um, and I have a friend who works in MLB, so he kind of explained this to me a little bit. Yeah. Um, he's like, so what they do is there's – a long delay they don't come right away but like these things get put into some sort of a dropbox type of mm-hmm. um thing to where like they just get pushed out to all the in dugout ipads like during the game yeah. and it's you know it's a couple batters later so like yeah you might not like if you strike out you right. come back to the dugout it's not even right there for you to look at like you might have to wait Right. Like three minutes for those for those pitches and those that at bat to yeah. hit the iPad, and then you can watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you're going to get to see it before your next time at bat, but um, there's definitely no chance that it could be used for like cheating purposes, mm-hmm. and and uh, the pitcher and catcher have a chance to change up their signs and right. you know. So uh, that's why they're doing it that way. But it's definitely benefited the guys who who were big video students in-game yeah. video students so yeah that's that's my guess as to why jd is off to such a hot start right i mean the you, guys can go, just, you can go through all the sequencing just like okay i just like you know it was change up change of um fat uh yeah, fastball fastball right so just like well he i know he's got another pitch so he's going to change it up and it allows you to sort of think about that yeah or like you know he releases his his slider here and he releases his curveball here. So, you know, right. the release point, mm-hmm. you can try and get a sense of why you're up there. Okay. You know, his tunneling is mm-hmm. yada, yada. So I think yeah. for these guys that really study, it can be yeah. such a great help to them. We pick up all that stuff. Sure. Yeah. So anyway, um, I know you're on a time crunch, but uh, uh, before we let you go, um, tell me a little bit about um the Giants. I know they're your secondary team, but are you guys going to get down to a game this year? Um, What's your thoughts on COVID and, you know, attending live sports? Um, You know, I, again, I just, I'm getting reacquainted uh, with baseball this year. Um, There are a lot of new players on there, although surprisingly there's actually, you know, still some old timers there. Oh yeah, and and Buster Posey um, is playing really well. Yeah, um, and uh, again, they're 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 a fun team to watch, so I'm looking forward to to watching them as well. 
but I haven't paid as much attention to them, right? Because like you said, they're, they're pretty sneaky, right? It's just all of a sudden it's like they're tied for first because it's all, it's all been about like the, the Padres and the Dodgers. And all of a sudden it's like, well, well, hold on. The Giants are in first place. Yeah, I know. The Dodgers. And they right? love so that role too. They love the team. You yeah. know, they love the slept on uh, team because that's how they thrive. You know, they, they love to kind of win the wild card, you know, with a, yeah. winning 85 games get in on the wild card and then go all the way to the world series like the giants relish the underdog position yeah. uh, these old timers posey belt crawford longoria yeah. they would love to sneak in um for one more ride one more yeah well i mean, I mean that's the thing is like posey's average right now is 327 and longoria is 316 like they're playing like they're 20 year olds all of a sudden <laughs> like what happens <laughs> i know if they can stay healthy, yeah, yeah, yeah. In yesterday's game, Posey had four hits, and the Giants scored 12 runs. Oh, my God. That explains why I had, like, 25 texts from Kevin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kev, I, I'm not going to violate his trust here, but he's, he's like, texting me today about the Giants pitching coach, Andrew Bailey. He's texting me today, like, telling me, oh, Andrew Bailey's doing this and that and this and that. I'm like, all right, you you study the Giants pitching coach, and then you come on and tell me about it because I don't have time to look into this. I don't, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't even care to. I, I just don't have the time. Like I've got yeah. twelve other favorite teams I need to focus on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm watching the Cardinals right now, and they're just so fun. I love this Cardinals team. Yeah. Um, you know, between Tommy Edmond, Dylan Carlson, like it's just a, it's a fun ass team. So like. You know, that's all it takes for me to get on the bandwagon. It's like, if I if it's got a good broadcasting team and mm-hmm. like exciting players, that's I I like jump right over there. Like I just want to see like exciting baseball. I think I actually saw like in the MLB app, they're kind of doing like what does the NFL do? They have that they have that that one channel where they just the red they, red zone. Yeah, the red zone. I, I think that I noticed like something similar like in the app where you can just like there's a i mean i shouldn't should have it's called a whip around or something like that is it yeah yeah they kind of bounce around to like key high pressure moments high leverage moments yeah i haven't tried it yet but i'll check it out i I like that idea that actually may be fun yeah we should do that maybe we should live stream that and uh see how it works for our for our listeners yeah and then the one thing i'll say about the the giants too is that they're one of their players is um is um, Mike Yastrzemski, who, as you know, his father played for the Red Sox. Right. And uh, and he's on the Giants. So that's just a great story. I, I exactly. Did you see yeah. when he went back to Fenway last year and hit a home run? Yeah. Oh, that was Red, yeah. I think Red, the Red Sox fans fucking went crazy for that. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, they know their history. I mean, yeah. that name... That name carries a lot of weight in that town. So. Oh yeah, they they love him. They love him. Yeah, so it's it's weird. Like he was on Baltimore for so long, yeah. and Baltimore didn't really know what they had, and they like let him walk. Next yeah. thing, the Giants are like, "Hey, you know, we've got this thirty-year-old rookie here, um, yeah. and he's you know hitting the cover off the ball." Yeah, I'm sorry. It's the grandson of Carlos. Oh, King. my bad. Yeah, not the son. Yeah, I'm um, the one I probably. Oh okay. That. Well, thank you for correcting yourself. Yeah. we would have had to re-record yeah. this whole thing I, I, well as soon as i said son i was like wait i think he's the grandson <laughs> like, yeah because like, yeah. he's quite old that would be yeah, yeah. okay yeah. he was back playing in the 70s so yeah. 
Um, and this is another because he's five ten. He's my he's my height. Like is that a short right? guy can make it in baseball. It's lo- I love it. I know. Well, short means people my height can play second base, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Or like Alejandro Kirk. You know, I guess I could play catcher if I was like two hundred and sixty pounds. But um, <laughs> you know, they like to point out these young, like these like short players. Uh, yeah. Like, oh, if Altuve can do it and Dustin Pedroia, right. I'm like, that's still only two people. The model is like, the model is like Corey Seager, right? The six three shortstop now. Like, shortstop used to be a short guy. Now the shortstops are Fernando Tatis, like six foot four and freaking, you know, huge. It's the Jeter. It's the Jeter model of shortstop. Yeah, but. I, I think that there is maybe there is um, there's some bias towards height, which is not warranted. I mean, teams are always trying to find an edge, right? And you know, these players may not get a look because they're not physically imposing. But you know, baseball is funny that way. It just, yeah, like, if you have good good hand eye coordination, you can be a fantastic player. I right? think if and, you're going to be somebody like it, to be a shortstop and be under. 510 you have to be essentially like francisco lindor like you have yeah, to you, just, you have to still hit for some power even mm-hmm. if you're not uh over six feet well th- that, that's a given right i mean that's a thing it's just like what has changed recently is that it's not good enough to hit for average like they're looking for players who are going to have power yeah right because if, if if you're a singles guy hitting like 360 this is like yeah it's just not good enough for us like that's not what yeah. All right. Lindor's five eleven. Just to, to correct the record, but he's he yeah. looks like a little guy out there compared to yeah. everybody else. Um, so yeah, us little guys can can still play ball, but mostly we're constrained to uh, second base. Sure. That's fine. I like I love second base. Yeah. I kind of like third base too. You know what I mean? Like third base, it's a long throw to first. Mm-hmm. But the ball gets to you sooner. So if you field it yeah. cleanly, it's not as you, you have more time than you think to make that throw. Mm-hmm. Second base, you got a short little throw, but the ball, you know, usually with a right-handed batter, um, that ball is not as hard hit when it's going to second base. So it's kind of like a slow grounder. You have a short throw, but you got to field it and make that transfer quickly. Third yeah. base, it comes like a rocket. Right. Before you know it, you either have it or you don't. And then right. just take your time and throw over there. Yeah. So that's my take. Third base is not so bad. How tall is uh how tall is um Jose Ramirez? Jose Ramirez is five nine. There you go. See? Third base is the new little guy position. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I don't know. Maybe it is a trend, right? I mean, Altuve just like no one wanted him. And he's a great player, right? Yeah. It's just like there's this, it's the, it's the whole like moneyball thing. It's just like you're you're looking at the wrong thing, right? <laughs> and like, and these these kids don't get a chance to play because it's like the same bias that happens like in high school and college. It's just yeah. like, well, uh, I just don't know if this like you know five five seven kids gonna do it for us. It's like, but that 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 to me is just like, but that's the wrong attitude to take. You know what I mean? Give him a chance. Yeah. I mean, so, he just it, kept coming back. Like, yeah. I don't know if you've heard that story of like Altuve in Venezuela. Like there was like this like baseball camp. I think it might've been mm. the Astros camp. And it, the, every day they're like, no, don't come back tomorrow. 
Um, yeah. And he just kept coming back. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a myth or what, but that's what they say. You know, he kept showing up the next day and like taking BP. And next thing you know, he right. got a lot of, you know, had some eyes on him. Well, but then it was it was one of the scouts, right, who noticed that attitude and just like we we this kid deserves a chance, right? But that was a huge risk yeah. for that for that guy to say that, and it really worked out for them. I mean, yeah, what a find! Because they didn't have to draft him, like no, they just they're like, all right, bring this kid along. Yeah. So yeah, he's done well. I mean, cheating scandals in the past, we can all forgive and. We'll forgive Altuve. We won't forgive Correa. We won't forgive Bregman, but we'll forgive Altuve for now because uh, he's a seems like a sweet guy. So um, I guess <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> I'm not ready to forgive. It's kind of it's kind of. Shitty. I won't forgive Correa and Bregman because they just seem like such you know hard asses. But Altuve, yeah. you know, he seems like a sweet guy. But he may have won an MVP based off of cheating. You're right. That's, You're right. Okay. Screw out. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready to, to forget him. That's that's kind of lame. Yeah, I got ahead of myself. I got ahead of myself. It's only been three years. Yeah. Um, but they. I mean, they had that painful loss in the World Series in 2019. I mean, that's payback. A little bit of payback. Yeah. The scary it thing is, is they're still freaking good. You know what I mean? It's just. Because they did, they lost some players like uh, Guriel and Springer. They're gone. It's just like they're still great. Still no, Guriel's the still there. They only lost. Oh, Springer. They oh, only okay. lost Springer, and you know Verlander's out for the year, or maybe oh, yeah. he's coming back. I don't know, but like, um, and then they lost. Um, uh, what's his face? Their center fielder, Margit, um, Margavicious or whatever his name is. No. Oh, okay. Remember to come back and correct this in post. But I mean, they've got. They've got um, Kyle Tucker now, so the, and they got um, what's his face back. Um, this is great baseball podcasting. <laughs> um, I think uh, what's his name? The guy. Uh, yeah, there's a lot I, of I, I did my research on the Yankees and the Red Sox. I was not prepared to talk about the Astros. Yeah. Um, but anyway, our listeners will forgive because they don't care. Listen, for me, it's all about reacquainting myself with baseball because it just like, at least for me, the Red Sox were not good after the World Series. Last year was a wash. I didn't even yeah. think the season was going to end. Like I told you guys, like I'm going to stop. I literally stopped paying attention. It's just like I, I was so convinced the season was going to end after a month. Oh, you thought they weren't going to finish the season oh, no. because of COVID. I got you. Yeah. Like when, when the Marlin team, like they had to shut themselves down. I think it was like another team. Was I know. Maybe like the Cardinals. The, the Cardinals. Like this is this is not going to happen. So I just stopped paying attention. It's just like it's not worth I it. I never stopped paying attention. You know what your problem is? You weren't doing fantasy baseball. If you had been doing <laughs> fantasy baseball, you would have stuck with it. How did you do that though? Like, how many games did they have? It was so frustrating. Games? It was so frustrating because all of a sudden you're like, uh, you know, I've got all these Cardinals players. Like, uh, should I drop them? Should I, you know? And they're like, only you only have one injured spot. And I'm like, yeah, but four of my players have COVID. So what am I supposed to do? <laughs> exactly. And then they make up the games, but then they're like seven inning games and they don't play, you know, all of their same players. So yeah. it was bizarre. But, you know, I guess it made it more interesting. Yeah. But last year was really scary. I hope we get back to games soon. Uh, I'm getting my second shot on Thursday. And as soon as I'm fully vaxxed up, I'll be uh, heading down to San Diego mm -hmm. to go to Petco or 
moseying mm-hmm. down to Anaheim for an Angels game, or maybe I'll go to Dodger Stadium and quietly yeah. root for the away team. Yeah. So we'll see. Well, I'm actually trying to uh, get tickets to the Giants and convince two of my uh, friends to, nice. to go. Nice. Because they have a vaccine, vaccine, uh, fully vaccinated sections. In, in <laughs> That's T-Park. weird. What? Yeah, <laughs> but they're in really terrible areas. I don't know why they're treating us so badly. It's that just is like... so weird. Wait, so there's like different sections where you like don't have to wear a mask, kind of thing. Yeah, there's like a section in the bleachers. There's that that section in right field. You know, that's that's like you oh know, right out, the outfield. Yeah. And, and you know the the crappy section of the club level, the one where you get all of the sunshine like pointed right at you, or yeah, yeah, yeah. when the sun goes down, the wind is just blowing. That section on the left and left field, that's also available for us. It's just like it's the worst seats in the house. That's weird. Well, I mean, you know, you don't absolutely have to sit in the vaccination section. You can sit, and then then you have to wear a mask, I guess. Yeah, you, have to wear you a should mask. probably wear a mask anyway. Uh, yeah but yeah that's kind of weird i don't i haven't really investigated it beyond looking on like StubHub and SeatGeek to see yeah. what the ticket prices are in petco and they're they're up there they're in the 200 300 range i mean san diego's mm. got padres fever so um really? but i think once they can open capacity up to like 50 percent, like maybe mm. like later in the summer if we don't start having like a another spike in cases if if the vaccines really do their job and you know yeah. case counts are like at an all-time low like yeah they could probably open it up to 50 percent capacity right like yeah um i mean the, the giants tickets that i saw were actually relatively cheap they weren't, they weren't that expensive yeah i'll come up there and go to a game yeah Do i haven't it. been back to pack bell since i moved away um jesus that's like two names ago it's called at&t park now but, but no it's called oracle park oh is it oh shit it is called oracle it park. Went even i'm Pac-Bell, behind Bell, <laughs> it went from Pac Bell to Southwestern Bell to AT&T Park to Oracle Park. Yeah, they changed the name too much, man. I just like, can't even keep up. It deserves its own name. Don't keep changing the freaking name. It freaking drives me crazy, man. I can't stand it when they keep changing the name. I know. If you're going to take a corporate sponsor, you should have to keep it for 20, 30 years, you know? But that's what the problem was, right? So because Pac Bell was bought by SBC, that was bought by AT&T. It technically it was the same company, except it kept getting bought by another company. I know what. What a Pac Bell is such a great um, name for a phone company, Pacific. Uh, I you know? know. I really, I really wish it was still called Pac Bell. I really do. I they mean, should have just kept it. Okay, for our listeners, the first name that I was trying to think of that I couldn't think of was Jordan Alvarez. He's the DH for the Astros. And the person that they re-signed was Michael Brantley, who everybody expected to leave. He's their left fielder. So, um, yeah, everybody's back for the Astros except for um, (laughs) what's-his-face. Went to the the Mets and the Cubs. He's he's on the Cubs' depth chart now. Um, He's... He's that guy who doesn't hit, but he he's really fast. Uh, he's kind of bad. What is this? The Mariznick. I was saying Marga mm. Vicious, but it's Mariznick. Um, Mariznick left the Astros, and he's long gone. So, anyway, just had to had to do that bit of housekeeping before we hang up. Otherwise, we get we get all kinds of letters and emails from our <laughs> tens and twenties of listeners. So. 
Every um, time I every time I'm stating a fact in this session, I'm I'm reiterating the fact that that I don't know anything right now because <laughs> I'm getting reacquainted. Yeah. So I'm, I'm building in excuses for my lameness. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've both come off really intelligent, and um, I think we sounded great. I'm not going to cut anything out of this podcast. I'm just going to publish it as is. So you're here. If you're listening to this right now, you're hearing the live feed. Nothing was edited to make us seem smarter. We are just as smart as we came across throughout the entire length of this podcast. So I thank you for joining me. This has been Sasha, an old time friend of mine and a great baseball fan, Red Sox fanatic. And thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right. Have a great summer and enjoy the baseball season. Will do. Okay. Bye. Bye.